Welcome to another production of Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Dr. Jan Bedell, aka The Brain Coach, is a specialist in neural development, an author, and curriculum designer. She has spent more than 20 years providing neural developmental brain training services and products through her company, Little Giant Steps. The neural developmental approach for life can change the outcomes for all who implement it. We invite you to follow us on Facebook at Brain Coach Live, also on Twitter at LGSED, or don't forget Pinterest Little Giant Step. You'll have access to our newest product information, and we are delighted to dialogue with all who have questions about releasing the full potential of any child, or those who need to share the dilemmas regarding homeschooling, or problems with struggling learners. Talking with other parents and learning by sharing is great help as well. So now, here's Dr. Jen for today's Brain Coach Tips. Hello and welcome back for another Brain Coach Tip. I'm Jan Bedell, the Little Giant Steps Brain Coach. Thank you for being proactive and open to anything that can help your child be more successful in school and in life. Before we get into talking with our special guest today, I want to make sure that you know about our sponsor, Little Giant Steps. Little Giant Steps has been equipping families with brain-enhancing activities that can be done at home for over 20 years. It's a very confusing world out there for families that have children with special needs of all kinds. Often, parents just don't know where to start. Little Giant Steps offers you the help you need for your struggling child. Take a look at our website at littlegiantsteps.com and then call us with your needs. Call 972-758-1260. We are here to help you. We know the incredible sadness of not knowing how to help your own child. We can help you find a solution. We can do this together. Again, that number is 972-758-1260. Call today for the help you need in navigating the confusing situation you may find yourself in. And because so many families are struggling with special needs issues that often cause huge conflicts in the home, I'm asking you to please do a friend a favor. Share the website braincoachtips.com with them. You may be surprised to learn that you were answered prayer for someone you didn't even know was struggling. So send your friends to braincoachtips.com so more children can reach their full potential and more families can be spared the anguish of preventable conflicts. It's important for you to understand that the information I share with you each week on braincoachtips.com applies whether you have a typically developing, gifted, struggling learner, or developmentally challenged child in your home. Some of the same root causes can apply to all of those different situations. After searching for help in all types of areas for solutions for my clients, I believe God has supplied the second treasure of my life, the first being neurodevelopment, of course. If you or someone you know is having issues with their immune system like frequent colds, eczema, maybe heavy metal toxicity, candida, autoimmune issues, or hypersensitivities, it could be from the chemistry not working correctly in the person's body. Please encourage these folks to set up a free metabolic consultation. In this setting, I can get to know the situation better and see if this treasure is something that can help. 
I believe that when we do eliminate the chemistry or metabolic stressors, everything works better. Just click on the Metabolic Consult on the homepage at littlegiantsteps.com and we'll start the process of scheduling that free consult for you. What I'm seeing is as we address the chemistry or the metabolic issues and bring the neurodevelopmental approach to work at the root cause of developmental factors, it's a dynamic combination. So now let's get into the conversation with our special guest for today. We are in for a real treat today, Brain Coach listeners, because I have a special guest with me. Her name is Peggy Ployer. Peggy's currently homeschooling her youngest child after 14 years of previously homeschooling. So I guess she's continuing to homeschool then. She's the founder and CEO of SPED Homeschool, which I'm sure she will tell us all about. She's also a frequent writer, speaker, and blogger on special education homeschool issues. Well, if that wasn't enough, Peggy's also certified by the American Association of Christian Counselors and trained as a precept Bible study leader. She and her husband, Doug, currently live in Conroe, Texas. Peggy, thank you so much for taking time out of your obviously very busy schedule to be with us today here at Brain Coach Tips. Oh, absolutely, Jan. Thanks for inviting me. Well, I hear you have an extensive family background that involves many types of special needs and disabilities. To get to know you a little better, can you tell us a little bit about your story and how special needs has been part of your extended and immediate family? Sure, I'd be happy to. Well, as it is for most homeschooling parents with children with special needs, it's a diagnosis of our child that that's in our family and what gets us started. And so my oldest was diagnosed with Asperger's when he was five years old. It's kind of funny because as I got the diagnosis, and that was 15 years ago when people knew nothing about the autism spectrum then, and I read the list to my parents about what it involved, and they both sat there silently on the other end of the phone and said, well, that's you. And I went, yeah, it is. <laughs> so it started putting puzzle pieces together for me and my background and some social inadequacies I had dealt with and struggled with all my growing up years. Um, on top of that, I am the oldest of 14 kids. <laughs> I have three other biological siblings, but I also have 10 adopted siblings, all with special needs. That was the, um, the heart of my parents, was to adopt special needs children. And so through my parents, I have lived what it's like to, um, to kind of parent because they started adopting after I left the home. Um, and I became kind of a confidant discussing these issues of what they were going through and raising my other siblings with like fetal alcohol and attachment disorder, cerebral palsy, hydranocephaly, schizophrenia, and just degenerative diseases. I am at a point where I don't think there's any condition that I haven't somehow dealt with within my own family and th through my extended family as far as special needs goes. Wow, that's, that's quite a bit of experience with a number of things there. Oh, I just, I could not have set up my background any better. God was so good about giving me so many different experiences from so many angles that it just allows me to be able to relate to so many different people. Well, I can see how that would really be the case. So you've also had a variety of experiences in the special needs homeschooling realm from your own homeschooling experience to leadership positions in two state homeschool organizations. 
Can you tell us how you first made the decision to homeschool and then what circumstances led you to help the other parents that you were around in Minnesota and in Texas? Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, well, my oldest was diagnosed in kindergarten. We didn't make it through all the way in kindergarten through at a private school that he was going to. He was so extremely depressed. Um, I just knew that putting him in a public school situation was not an ideal situation for him to go into. It would have probably made the condition worse. And so I really felt like homeschooling was my only option. And that's what started our road there. Um, <laughs> after I had basically figured I would never be a homeschool mom because that just <laughs> was something I could not do. But <laughs> I started the road anyways. And so I stepped out of a, a leadership position uh, around that time and working for Mops International. I had um, been the area coordinator for Minnesota, North Dakota, and South Dakota, leading all their leadership um, training in those areas. And I stayed home to homeschool. Over the first couple of years of getting started, I realized the lack of support that I had. And so I, I joined the state organization, which was then in Minnesota, MISHE, the Minnesota Association of Christian Home Educators. And they put a call out saying, we, we need somebody to, to work as our, our new special needs consultant. And what that looked like, nobody really knew because there weren't very many. And I prayed about it and really felt like, you know what, I have leadership experience. I don't have really a lot of homeschool experience, but I can do this. And so I applied for the job and got it. <laughs> so I started developing their special needs program and, and did that for a variety of years until we started doing some foster care for one of my um, adoptive sibling, siblings' kids. Then I stepped out of that role. I made sure there was someone there to replace me, and she's still there um, doing that job. After our foster situation went back to, to giving them a more permanent situation, we just continued homeschooling, but then we moved to Texas. And someone in Texas said, you know, the Texas Homeschool Coalition could really use somebody like you. And I thought, well, I contacted them and said, well, you know, I'd be happy to write a few articles for you. And it turned out they wanted me on their customer service team. They didn't want just a few articles from me. And from there, I actually developed their entire special needs program over the last three years. And that is another big job. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Definitely. So now you're branching out again. And as I mentioned earlier, you were uh, the founder and CEO of SPED Homeschool. So mm -hmm. how did that all come about? Well, you know, I had been praying for a long time and really feeling a stirring that helping parents at a state level was a wonderful thing to do, but there were so many states that didn't have special needs consultants. And, you know, you see all these parents out on Facebook and the internet just almost crying out for help. And I talked with, with Tim Lambert, the, the president of the Texas Homeschool Coalition. I said, you know, I love that we have so much freedom in Texas to homeschool, but my heart goes to these parents and to their families because they're falling apart. They really do not know where to turn, where to go for the best advice. And so that's kind of how that started. And I, I didn't have a release for a long time. Actually, in February, I started thinking that this was something I needed to do. But in June, God said, now is the time. And that's when I, I put in my notice and said, this is going to happen. And the Texas Homeschool Coalition was so generous of being, letting my, all my volunteers that I had accumulated in those years of working for them to come with and to continue to build my team from there. Well, that's wonderful. It's, it's so interesting how God works, isn't it? 
it's <laughs> he surprises me at every turn. <laughs> well, and I've been working uh, in this field for many years because of a need that I had in my family. I was one of those that was crying out and trying to find help for my daughter all all those years ago, 25 years ago now, I guess. I'm, and I'm privileged now to be on the board for SPED Homeschool. So thank you for inviting me to be part of your mission here. Oh, we are so fortunate to have you as part of our, our board. Well, thank you. I want you to tell our audience what makes SPED Homeschool different than all the other special education resources that may be available out there for homeschooling parents. Both of us have watched this change in this community. We've seen so many curriculum resources pop up, you know, from non-existent to, to almost to the point where some parents are overwhelmed at their choices, which is a great problem to have. And on top of that, if you go on the internet, you can find everybody's experience out there, you know, from blogs to, to just communities to Facebook support groups, but there are gaps that exist in there. And that is what our organization is looking to, they're not easy gaps to fill, unfortunately, and that's why they haven't been filled. They don't make a lot of money, and um, but they're necessary. We, we've noticed that there, there's about a 90% failure rate in with special needs families when they try to use a homeschool co-op. And it's, it's not the fault of the parents that have the special needs child or the co-op itself. They both have very good intentions. It's just neither of them are prepared for what that's going to entail. And so our team is very excited to be working on a training program for co-ops to be able to help them to think through their, their procedures, their policies, their teacher training, what they really are able to offer parents and what they need to tell parents we cannot offer laying those ground rules and the the groundwork for that before getting started and jumping in is so important. Um, it can even lead co-ops to having legal issues if they promise something and can't fulfill it. So so that's just one area. And my, my I have many ideas in the future for that too. But um, another thing is, is just for parents to have a one-stop central place to go to, to find everything they need, to be able to be connected with organizations. Like we've already established a relationship with HSLDA and Johnny and Friends and some of the state homeschool organizations, which we're going to be continuing in doing um, to be able to give parents real information that they can trust right away so that they aren't searching and spending all their time going who can I trust? What can I do? And you just, how do I get started? That is so confusing. I mean, one person will tell them one thing, somebody else will tell them something else, and then their friend has, a, has an opinion. I can see. <laughs> <laughs> We've been there, haven't we? <laughs> yes, yes, we absolutely have. We, and, and you just don't, you want to do the very best thing for your child, and you just mm. don't for sure where to go. So I think this is such a valuable situation and I'm so glad to be part of moving this forward so that more people can go to a central location, really get the information that they need. And the co-op situation is so important. You know, in the public schools, they do inclusion, which often doesn't work because I mean, that's a whole nother subject. Right. <laughs> but the children do need that peer relationship and sometimes homeschool families are so isolated 
because of the issues that are going on with them. It's so good for the homeschool children to be around other children and see how fortunate they are and also see if God's calling them to help. So what are your dreams for SPED Homeschool in the future? And how do you see this outreach of the ministry expanding over the next few years? Yeah, well, I, <laughs> I just keep telling God I'm not qualified, but he keeps telling me I am. <laughs> but um, there's, I just have such a big vision for this. You know, after having worked in two state homeschool organizations, I realized the importance of local contacts. And so even though we have seven members already on our team, and basically they join as volunteers, and they're able to promote their own blogs, their own ministries under um, that partnership with us. And then they are able to give us resources in their own state. Right now, the majority of our team members are in Texas, just because that's where we started. And we have one team member already in Tennessee. Um, I just got contacted by two other women looking to join our team from California and Oklahoma. But my, my vision is to have at least one team member in every state because we need to be able to, to have that specialization, to have that local know-how and knowledge of what is happening in the homeschool realm in that state, because it is so different with the educational laws and also just with the resources and getting parents connected with one another. It's, it's a different, um, whole different flavor from state to state as it goes. Um, so that's just one area. Um, the other is that co-op training that I was talking about. I, I've spoken with some co-ops in the past and they said, you know, we love the training, but we would love somebody to come in and train us. And to be able to have a team that they can say, we, can you come and, and train our, our co-op on how to be the best we can be for these families is something else. You know, and all those resources, being able to, to give parents an app where they can, you know, put in their zip code, what's close around me, I'm looking for therapists that are homeschool friendly. You know, that's a really big area where parents often struggle because they don't know if their therapist is homeschool friendly or not. And if you don't have a therapist that's homeschool friendly, they can question your, even your, the validity of you as a parent being a, a good teacher for your child. And you just don't want to have to struggle against that. There's enough struggles in life, right? Without having that. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And, and one of my other big goals is to create a fund because, um, you know, we can, there's funds out there to help parents get curriculum and computers, but the therapy help that they walk away from lots of dollars when they walk away from their school district for therapy for their child. And also to be able to offer them, you know, money that they can use for in-home help. If they need somebody there, if they're homeschooling their other kids, or they need some, someone to work with their student or to help them with transitional skills. And so that's, that's the whole bigger picture. It's a huge dream. And, but I know with, with God in control, it is awesome. Um, is it going to be in his time though? <laughs> yes. I've had a many a dream over the years and going, Okay, God, how in the world is that going to happen? <laughs> exactly. Seems to put us in front of people and in his timing. So we'll, I just want to encourage everyone to be uh, praying about that because if you have a need in this area, this, this organization may be able to meet it in the, in the near future, if not right now with the resources already at the website. Can you give us that website? Yeah, the website is sped homeschool, S-P-E-D, and then homeschool.com. Okay, so I want to encourage everyone to go to spedhomeschool.com. Uh, check out the resources there. You'll see everybody that's on the board and 
very qualified people are God is bringing together there on the team with lots of experience and help for those with special needs. So, Peggy, is there anything else that you would like to say before we leave? Well, you know, just that, you know, we're, we're a 501c3 corporation. We rely completely on donor funding, which, you know, being a startup, that's really difficult because we don't have a lot of exposure at this point. And so, so yeah, so we're just, we're trusting in God that he'll provide for our, our needs because we know that the families that we serve and the reason we set up our corporation the way it is, that they do not have to be members because financially they're already strained, are very thankful for the finances that God's going to provide that we know he is. That's it. I just thank you, Jan, for the ability to, to be able to, to talk with you more about this and our dreams and goals and what God is doing in and through special needs families right now that are homeschooling. It's, it's an explosion. And um, I think we've only seen the beginning, what's going to happen in the future. Yes, the need seems to be great. The good news is we have a great God that's a provider. And so if God puts it on your heart to give to SPED Homeschool, I just want to encourage you that it is going to be in good soil that you're planting your seeds. And thank you so much, Peggy, for being here with us today and sharing your dreams and your service. Thank you for your service to this community. Oh, you're so welcome, Jan. Thank you again for the invitation and the ability to, um, to just talk more about this and just for your ministry to special needs families. We definitely appreciate it. You're welcome. And we'll maybe we'll have you back on and get a report in the future. Sounds good. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. All right. Bye now. Bye. I'm so glad to bring this great website to you so as to take the guesswork out of homeschooling your child with special needs. Our sponsor, Little Giant Steps, is listed on the spedhomeschool.com website as a resource. That website again is spedhomeschool.com. Just as a reminder, remember about the metabolic consults where you can get additional individualized help. And go to littlegiantsteps.com and click on that metabolic consult on the homepage to start the process of scheduling that free consult. Well, that's all the time I have for today. I hope that I have assisted you in your journey toward understanding how to find many helpful resources to aid you in your journey to homeschool your children with special needs. Please stay tuned to braincoachtips.com where you will receive more brain-enhancing tips to make life and learning easier. Remember that Little Giant Steps is dedicated to equipping you as a parent so that your child can reach their fullest God-given potential. Remember, neurodevelopment is a dynamic approach to life at any age. So think differently. The solution is not in the problem. Until next week, it's the Brain Coach signing off. Thank you for your time and attention. We hope and pray you'll return next week for another session with Dr. Jan Bedell, the Brain Coach. The ND Approach for Life is a proven program to increase learning performance naturally. Little Giant Steps is there for you. If you have questions for the Brain Coach to incorporate the skills and techniques taught in our podcast, please email cj at littlegiantsteps.com. That's C as in cat, J as in joy, at littlegiantsteps, all one word, dot com. So until next time, may the good Lord bless and keep you. Thank you.